by Riverside. Hello and welcome to another episode of Men and Gitch, your bi-weekly video game news podcast. Um, Brandon, how are you today? Well, I'm doing a lot better than normal as there are no scorpions trying to kill me. Um, not today. It's Yeah, it's cooling off out here in the Wild West. Therefore, scorpions are going to be less prevalent. And... Does that... Sorry, nope, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and I also um, am continuing my Skyrim quest life. I found a Bose Quiet Comfort headset and an Acer Chromebook that I have to now pedal for extra money. How do you just find these things? My job is a lost and found. So when customers don't come and get this stuff, it's up for grabs. And the only thing that sucks about this Acer Chromebook is that it belonged to my school district. So I'm not entirely sure if they have any sort of like firewalls implemented to make this specifically school friendly. Right. But I have to get a charger for it to find out anyways. Right. But I do. I have a whole Chromebook here. Now, there's another issue with that that you haven't considered. Yes. It's that it's a Chromebook. Yes, that is an issue. Yes. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, this is what I was going to say. I have a question about the scorpions. So, when it cools down, do they not try and seek their way inside? No, actually, no. They typically they try to seek their way inside when it's too hot outside because they like dark, cool spaces. Huh. Yeah, they like to chill in dark, cool spaces. That's why when I'd open a drawer, there'd just be like a scorpion jay chilling or something, or they'd try to get into my sink. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, not fun. Especially no. when you're not expecting them to be there, and then all of a sudden, oh man, there's a scorpion by my foot. Do they telegraph when they're going to attack? Are, is this something that you can like look at, or is it just kind of like roll the dice? Uh, it's kind of like a roll the dice thing. That's they're terrifying. typically pretty chill. You can move them with like... You, you can move them. I wouldn't get close to them with your appendages, but... They're not, like, actively seeking out to try to kill you. That's right. just not what they do. They, they'll try to kill you if you're trying to kill them. However, I used a can of compressed air and cryogenically froze one. Um, yeah, dude, it was insane. Like, I just held the can upside down and went to town. That's nuts. So you, you like, Mr. Freeze his ass. I did. I sure did. That's Sub-zero. Amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, we have got. Uh, uh, I mean, this is kind of a mixed bag. It's it's a small show relatively in terms of news items, but we've got a couple of big things here to talk about. So they'll yeah. be interesting. I do want to let everyone know that we are going to be doing. Um, we are going to be uploading another episode in the off weekend, which is next weekend, and that is going to be a special episode where me, you, and Sheldon all discuss 
uh, our impressions on the Halo Infinite beta, which is happening right now, this weekend and next. Yeah. So we're going to play a little bit of that this weekend. We're all going to squat up and play a little bit of it next weekend when they have the big team battle uh, in there and all the vehicles and all that stuff. And then we are going to record an episode talking about uh, what we all think of it. And it'll be good, too, because you have me, who is a diehard Halo nerd. You have you, who has played... Casually. Yeah, you've casually played some Halo games, and Sheldon, who has literally only played Halo Reach, he's pretty fresh to the Halo stuff, so it'll be cool to have all three of us talking about it in different perspectives and whatnot. So look out for that if you're curious, if you didn't make it into the Halo beta. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. So first item of the day in the news section is Dying Light 2 Stay Human has been delayed. Um, it is no longer launching on December 8th. It will now be moving into the incredibly packed February 2022. Uh, February 4th, specifically. So, little delay. Not surprised. Um, they've been really weird with this game, with uh, going with really long stretches of just not updating what's going on. And there's a huge controversy with ha what's happening at the studio and, and uh, the CEO uh, or... Um, I guess, creative lead or whoever he is. The guy in charge on the development of this game has been a bit of a loose cannon, so I'm not surprised that they need more time to figure shit out. But that's happening. So if you're looking forward to playing that, um, unfortunately, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. A new update for the Nintendo Switch finally lets users pair Bluetooth devices for audio outputs. You can now finally use your fancy headsets while playing Mario Kart. Uh, it bugs me so much because you can't add Bluetooth functionality in a software update. That means there is a Bluetooth <laughs> receiver yeah, in the Switch this entire it. time. Uh, when did it come out? 2017? And they 20... just finally decided to turn it on. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, November 19th, 2021. So, or nope, never mind. I'm reading the wrong thing. That's the next thing. So yes, that's out now. You can do that. Um, so if you've but... had... See, that's the thing, though. The Joy-Cons are Bluetooth. They're not like, oh, like true. Wi-Fi. That's true. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. All so, right, Nintendo. Yeah. And also, still no party chat, I don't think. So, there's that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Bluetooth, better than not having Bluetooth, that's for sure. That is, it is pretty cool. Again, something that should have been there maybe a year ago, two years ago, maybe three years ago, but it's cool that it's there now. Um, moving on to item number three, Battlefield's 2042. Uh, the release of that has also been pushed back, uh, only by about a month, so the game is now going to release on October 19th, 2021, instead of uh, October 15th, I think it was, or something like that. But um, So yeah, small little update. This is another one. Um, there's kind of a bit of memory going on in Twitter where they're... Uh, so I guess Amazon had sent out beta codes uh, for a beta that has not been announced by the date hasn't been announced yet. So and uh, the social media um, community manager, whoever he is, has not been saying anything. So people are like, what's going on with the beta? You guys said it was coming in September. Uh, it's now the very end of September and there's been no comments no on it. But some people are getting beta keys from Amazon Anything would be nice right now, and as of as of right now, as of recording this, there has not. If you look at Battlefield's Twitter account, they have not said one thing since like 
September <laughs> since the beginning of September, which was like the release of a trailer. So that's a little yeah. weird. I'm I'm guessing maybe they've encountered some sort of like game breaking bugs or something like that, and now they're just in like some crazy sort of like fix it mode. I don't know what's if that's what's going on, but yeah. So delay on that. Don't know when the beta is coming, but um, yeah, Battlefield's releasing mid November now. Yeah. Did Just, I say uh, did I say October nineteenth? Yes, you did. Okay, I did. November nineteenth. Battlefield has been delayed from from mid October to mid November. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say something, and then I was like, you know what? There's cool features in here for that. I'm just gonna comment it on the side. Yes. So. Coming up next, we have some cool stuff. We had the Nintendo Direct thing happen. And in that, Bayonetta 3 was announced. A Super Mario movie was announced. And the cast features Chris Pratt as Mario, of all people. Anya Taylor-Joy <laughs> as Peach. Charlie Day as Luigi. And Jack Black as Bowser. And Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. It's gonna be I, great. It's I gonna be. That. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know. I d see. Here's the thing. I feel like when it comes to video games and trying to bring them to like movies or live action or whatever, they fall into two categories. The game either has a really good story to tell, in which case you should probably make it a TV show, or it's a video gamey game that doesn't have any story and you probably shouldn't do it in the first place. And I feel like Super Mario <laughs> probably that is the latter. I don't know. What exactly? I mean, it's gonna be entertaining. It's gonna be a shit show, and I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong is not bad. That's kind of funny. I like that. I do like that because Seth Rogen is already a burly, hairy man, and what right. better to what better position to put him in is than a burly, hairy gorilla? Right. Um. I think I think it's gonna be cool. And then Jack Black is Bowser. I never took Bowser for the comedy type, but I feel like he's gonna have some some smack to talk to Peach with. Yeah, it it definitely it has potential here, but the only problem is that it's like all all of the potential humor I'm imagining is probably too dicey for Nintendo. Like it's Nintendo, so it's gonna be I don't know. It 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 could either be like sort of tongue in cheek making fun of itself, not taking itself too seriously kind of thing, or it can be like this is a movie for kids and in which case it'll just be bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see how this turns out, but it's super interesting. Yeah, dude. And as I think it's going to be okay as long as Chris Pratt does not try to put on a Deldris Lifeline impression. So... <laughs> Oh, man. Inside jokes. Inside jokes. Deldris, if you're out there, if you happen to hear this, please reach out. I need to know you're okay. For real. I miss yeah. you, buddy. I miss you. But moving on, we have <laughs> Kirby and the Forgotten Land coming spring of 2022. So that's another Q1 drop. Love it. Dying Light 2 Stay Human will be available on Nintendo Switch via cloud. Yeah, so that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I'm not much. You and I aren't much of the Nintendo guys. I mean, 
you yeah. you more so than me. I have a Nintendo Switch, but I have no desire to play it. There's just I've had a I've had a long troubled history with the Switch. Mine this is my fourth. I had to get it repaired from Nintendo like fucking three times because it just kept breaking. A lot of people don't have that issue, so it's pr I probably just got an insanely just comical amount of bad luck, but it's kind of killed my motivation to play it. So I don't know I don't know what'll bring me back into the Switch, but none of this is super enticing to me personally. Yeah, I, f I feel that. I do. Because I can't even get my hands on a Switch to begin with, so I don't blame you. Because yeah. uh, they're still ridiculously overpriced. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And Nintendo does not drop their prices ever, so it'll probably be like that until the Switch 2 comes out. Yeah, and I mean, that's fine. I'll pick up a Switch OLED, maybe. If I can find one. Right. That's the other issue. Yeah. Uh, moving on to number five. The original uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is coming out uh, for the Nintendo Switch on, on November 11th, which is kind of cool, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah, KOTOR. Old school KOTOR. It's, 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 it's good shit. It's good Pre shit. And previously a Microsoft exclusive, so it's cool to see it coming out on the Switch. So. Yeah, which is interesting because the new one seems to be a PlayStation exclusive, exclusive yeah. console exclusive. Yeah, I'd be curious to know what's going on there. Yeah, with all that, and it's a it's a remake too. It's not even like it's a new. I mean, it is a new game and it'll be a new engine and all that stuff. But it's a remake of a Xbox exclusive that's not coming to Xbox. Well, it's at a, least not yet. Yeah, it's a PS5 timed exclusive. Right. Like you can pre-order it on Steam now, if you really wanted to. For so. sure, yeah. I mean that, and so that's the thing. There's so many sub, there's so many sub exclusives now. It's a PlayStation Five timed console exclusive. It does come to PC day and date. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. If you just have an Xbox, you'll have to wait a little bit longer to get that. But uh, <laughs> if you wanted to dive into the original, then uh, that's coming to Switch, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So next up, uh, item number six, we have Xbox first party studio, The Initiative is partnering with Crystal Dynamics to help with the future development on Perfect Dark. Crystal Dynamics is best known for recently developing the Tomb Raider reboot trilogy. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's not out of the ordinary to have uh, you know studios help one another. It is a bit interesting that you have an Xbox first-party studio, the initiative, which was <laughs> literally created like within the last three years, and this is their first game, um, to be partnering with a studio that you don't own. Like Crystal Dynamics is under Square Enix. And yeah. It's it's kind of interesting. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of people have rumored that Xbox is going to make another huge purchase, and Square Enix is one of those names that gets tossed around. I don't know if this is maybe a, a sign of that. I mean, they did they did bring Outriders to Game Pass day one, and that's still on Game Pass, I think. Yeah. Um, they have Avalanche coming up, which is an Xbox exclusive. Um, or not Avalanche, sorry, Avalanche is making it. They have Contraband coming out, which is developed by Avalanche, which is a Square Enix studio. So, yeah, uh -huh. I don't know if this is a sign of bigger things or if it's just simply... Xbox is like, you know what? We need help with this game, and instead of picking any of our studios, we're gonna outsource to Square Enix, Crystal Dynamic. Yeah, literally. Maybe it's maybe it's as simple as that, but I don't know. That's cool though. I mean, I mean, more people helping out with this, the better. I'm a huge Perfect Dark fan. This is probably one of the first 
games I ever played. And uh, I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited for this. So I hope it's. I hope this is a good thing. This is them adding extra hands and not like shit. We need help. <laughs> uh, <no laughs> moving on to number seven, World War Z has received a massive new update, subtitled Aftermath. The paid update includes a massive amount of content featuring enhanced visuals and fidelity for Xbox Series X and PS5, two new campaigns with three levels each, four new characters for one of those campaigns, a reworked melee combat system, new weapons, and a toggle to play the entire game in first-person mode. Uh, World War Z Aftermath is available to purchase for $39.99 US dollars or $45.50 Canadian. However, users who already own uh, World War Z can upgrade for uh, $20 American or uh, $22 Canadian. So this is pretty cool. I actually jumped into that today before we started recording. Uh, I really like World War Z a lot, um, even before this update. I think it's probably one of the best Left 4 Dead clone sort of type games out there. And then adding the first person toggle is kind of huge. I really, I really enjoy this a lot. This is probably going to make me jump back into this, uh, especially while we wait for Back for Blood to come out. Um, yeah, this yeah. is pretty cool. Did you ever mess around with World War Z at all? I didn't, but I saw like what it was. And then, I mean, I've seen the movie. But never really played the game. Heard it was okay. And it's cool to see that they're still supporting it. Adding a bunch of whole new content. So, I mean, I might pick it up. Yeah, and you know what? Um, It's definitely one of the, I think it was one of those games where it kind of... Like, I mean, movie tie-in games don't have a great reputation. Right. And I think a lot of people dismissed it off the bat. Um, But it has... It, has, it is actually kind of like a, a quiet success i think it's sold uh, 15 million copies over the years which is a huge milestone so a lot of people are playing it and enjoying it it just doesn't get a lot of buzz um so i would recommend uh jumping into it because it is it is quite fun it's a uh it's a solid game i think it's it's definitely a good game for a movie tie-in but compared to other AAA games it's not up there it's it's in that weird right. sort of b gray area game. Yeah, the B-tier games that we don't get anymore. It's kind of one of those. Um, but yeah, so if you uh, have World War Z and you want to get back into it, there's a bunch of stuff for you to check out. Sweet. Well, moving on to uh, news article number eight, we have Splitgate's developer, 1047 Games, raising $100 million from U.S. dollars from venture capitalist investors in order to keep them independent and able to focus on making Splitgate better. So if you're into Splitgate, cool. Prepare for it to get better. This is honestly so great. Like, I... Man, every yeah, stay independent as long as you can. Like this is this is such a good idea. I was I was so worried that they might get bought up by Tencent or THQ or one of those guys, and then you know suddenly it's got a battle pass, and suddenly it's got microtransactions and all this stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. <coughs> that's really cool. And apparently they're they're uh, they're working on a forge mode as well, where you can actually make maps and and put yeah. permanent portals in the game too. I have yet to try this out. I know a lot of people have been telling me like, oh man, you love Halo, you got to give this a go. I probably will download it at some point, but uh, this is pretty cool. Yeah. See, the only thing, though, about, like, raising money from venture capitalists or whatever is, I mean, I don't know the exact terms of the investors towards 1047 Games, 
but that just means that they eventually are going to have to pay back that $100 million to those people. So I really think they're trying to bank on whatever their improvements are to be an extreme success. Right. So. Yeah. It's pretty much – you're pretty much receiving one lump sum. You're pretty much receiving a loan, but just from multiple independent people. investors. Yeah. So, yeah, they must have – they must either yeah that's the thing either they're flying too close to the sun or they're extremely confident and they have a game plan here because that is a massive amount of money to pay back yeah um so yes that is uh it'll be interesting to see how this game evolves because it's gotten a lot of a lot of hype recently and uh with halo infinite coming out and getting a lot of positive press it'll be interesting to see if there's enough space for two arena shooters uh in the market right now right Ex Bungie composer Marty O'Donnell has been ordered to pay $100,000 to Bungie after losing a court case for releasing and exchanging music he was told to return to the studio upon his departure in 2014. So, this is just uh, one more step in this crazy sort of back and forth legal stuff that's been going on between Bungie and, Compose and, uh, and Marty O'Donnell. Um,. I hate this. I hate this. Marty is a fucking genius. Halo, I think, has like the best soundtrack pound for Ever. pound. The, any any other franchise. I know a lot of people bring up Zelda and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there's some good ones out there, and I'm sure it's personal opinion, but I really think like this is on the tier of like Star Wars when it comes to film. Like this, everyone knows the chant. Everyone knows it. It's it's great. He he worked on the first Destiny game, and then there was. Um, he said that he was uh, wrongfully fired and he took them to court and sued them and eventually he won but part of that part of him winning and 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 bungie having to pay him out was that okay anything you own that you've made for bungie you have to turn over to bungie and i guess he didn't do that which is why he now has to pay them money back so i hate it i hate this i hate to see two like teams that used two entities that used to work together so well now yeah. just like destroying each other <laughs> it's kind of awful but yeah it's unfortunate although marty's kind of been going off i follow him on twitter because i like i said i'm just a huge halo nerd he's kind of been going off the deep end for a while he's losing it a little bit the past couple of years yeah. um so i don't know it's unfortunate i wish them both success and just leave each other alone stop it stop being idiots interestingly enough the music that is subject to this was actually unreleased music for the first destiny oh really so, yeah uh, i wonder if he thought he had a leg to stand on where it's like oh i technically didn't you know this didn't release so they don't own it but you know right. he composed it i guess or wrote it for, for destiny yeah yeah that's interesting i didn't know that it was unreleased music um yep. yeah so um pay attention to contracts kids you know they're important read the fine print Read the fine print. All of those, the fine print. Those EULAs that you probably don't read, you probably should. You probably should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, moving over to the rumors. Um, we've, got, uh, we've got quite a big one here at the end, but uh, we'll just start it off with number one. According to uh, an employee's LinkedIn profile... Avalanche Studios' upcoming Xbox exclusive Contraband has been in development since 2018. So, um, yeah, like we said, Square Enix, uh, Square Enix Studio Avalanche is making an exclusive for Xbox. It, they revealed it uh, at this E3. 
It's an open world crime heist game, and uh, apparently, yeah, it's been in development since 2018, which is exciting because I was worried that you know this is a lot of stuff that we're not going to get for quite a while, but um, hopefully, this means that contraband is uh, coming sooner rather than later. Yeah, and I mean, it sounds like an interesting concept, open world crime stuff. Heck yeah, dude. It's like yeah. uh, some APB Reloaded, if you've ever played any of that, or uh, Payday, but open world. Right, that's what I was thinking, like an open world third person Payday would be kind of sweet, with vehicles and, and stuff like that. Like, this is the thing, is that, you know, GTA Heists, when that came out to online... It was cool, but it was nowhere near as open as you thought it was going to be. It was very, like, pick right. pick path A or B, and they'll always play it the same way. So if they can really nail this open world, like, hey, the bank just happens to be located here, you know, it's and it's an open world. You pick the escape route. You, you pick the way you go in, you know, if you go up the building next to it and then jump over or something like that. Like, there's a lot of room for improvement from GTA Heist, so if they... If they nail that, I could see this being pretty popular. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I would. Uh, that's something I would pick up because it's oh, just something I would, I'm into. Yeah. Yeah, I would eat that shit up. Absolutely, that'd be so cool. You get your friends together and you're dicking around and coming up with all these plans. Like that's awesome. That would be that'd be sweet. Yeah. Moving on to our next rumor, our uh, good old man, myth, the legend, the leaking king himself, Mr. Tom Henderson, claims that Quantic Dream is working on a Star Wars game shortly after Kotaku came forward with its own information on the game. The title will allegedly be much more action-oriented and exploration-based and may be an open-world game with multiplayer elements. I'll I'll take things I would never have guessed in a million years for 200. For 200. Yeah, that's... uh... That's crazy. Quantic, yeah, so, I don't, man, fuck, I, okay, first things first, I absolutely love uh, Detroit Become Human. That game is so good, they fucking killed it. Um, Mm -hmm. So the fact that they're making not only a Star Wars game, like, I I wouldn't have guessed that, but an open world, like, conventional action game, that'll be interesting. It'd be curious to see, will it be... you know, their version of an open world game because they're known for a very specific type of game. A very linear but, like, branching story where you influence how it plays out. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I don't know... I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm excited, but, like... What? <laughs> I'm just, See, I... It being Quantic Dream, just think about the possibilities of what it could be because i mean there were like a hundred different endings to detroit become human so they they are no stranger to story and story development so i mean it would just simply be less level based and then more open world so i think they could do something really cool oh for sure the potential is there this is this is a really cool this is this is a cool thing coming together, and yeah, and Star Wars is such a blank canvas because of how vast of a universe it really is. So, that's a great point. That is a really good point. And honestly, like, as much as I 
will happily admit that Star Wars is iconic. I honestly like. <laughs> I don't want to stir. I don't want to start a shit storm, but like the movies don't really do a whole lot for me in terms of story. Like they're kind. I I kind of fall into the camp where it's like, oh, it's the hero's journey again, just over and over and over again. Yeah. Um. But I but I love the aesthetic of Star Wars. I love the universe of that, right? But I've never found a a, a story, whether it be the TV shows or the movies, that have actually made me care about the characters in the universe. So, Quantic Dream is definitely the people to do that. And uh, yeah, like you said, you know, Detroit Become Human had like you know so many different endings. So the fact that you might be able to do something like that in the Star Wars universe is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, moving on to rumor number three, Industry Insider at uh, Special underscore Nick on Twitter has claimed that the current gunplay and combat mechanics uh, in the upcoming Perfect Dark reboot are similar to that of the John Wick films and will focus on swift movement and fluid fire flight, uh, fire fights. Uh, that all sounds really good. I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, for real. Fire flights, man. You love them. Fire flights. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, it was, it was because of how the games were at the time, but that is, if you think back to, like, the original uh, Perfect Dark or even GoldenEye, it is very movement-based. You were just kind of, you know... Because it was hard to aim with those controllers, so you would just kind of like, okay, I'm gonna line up in this orientation, then you know, sprint left to right, and just shoot as I go. So, the fact that they're leaning into that, and with the popularity of John Wick, like that's pretty cool. I don't know how that'll work in first person, because I, I imagine like kind of like the whole gun gun foo thing, as they call it. I don't know how that'll work <laughs> in uh, in first person. That might be a little bit uh, vomit inducing for some people. Yeah, motion but... sickness. But uh, if they can nail it, that's that sounds cool. I was kind of wishing they would have made this third person, even though I know Perfect Dark has a history with like uh, first person. It would have been cool if it was third person, but yeah. But anyways, if uh, if you are adept in computer programming, dude, uh, according to job listings posted on GameJobs.co, CD Projekt Red seems to be hiring for a new open world game. Multiple outlets have previously reported that CD Projekt Red plans to revisit the Witcher series after the launch of Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, shoot your shots, boys. Get in there. Yeah, get, get uh, in there. Move to Poland and and uh, and work on uh, possibly the Witcher again. I I feel like yeah, I feel like they definitely need to distance themselves from the Cyberpunk brand a little bit. That's I mean. That is a that game was a colossal uh, clusterfuck yeah. when it came out, like to oh, a yeah. to a massive scale. Oh, like yeah. it was delisted from the PlayStation Store. This is the problem: is that like there's so many real world things going on that like my brain has kind of like forgotten how many like crazy historical moments have happened in the gaming space in the past couple of years because it's just like there's so much real stuff going on. But like. That was crazy. PlayStation delisted them. They've only done that to like one other game, which is like a scam game. They delisted the game for months. That's crazy. So I I, yeah. I don't doubt this at all. I think CG Project Red is probably gonna be like, yeah, we'll put this we'll put this in the in the filing cabinet and lock the filing cabinet and throw the filing cabinet in the basement and then we'll dig it out when we're ready. And now, mind you, this isn't something that happened a year ago. No, Cyberpunk 2077 was re-added to the PlayStation Store like a month and a half ago. <laughs> like, was it really? Yeah. Oh 
Oh my god, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I I don't doubt it. I doubt I don't doubt that if it's not The Witcher, it's something. It's definitely not cyberpunk related. They're probably gonna distance themselves from that franchise for a little bit, and uh, come back to it once they get the goodwill back. Because man, I've never seen a company go from so just you know adored by the gaming space to absolutely hated so quickly. Yeah, stick to your roots, CDPR, Witcher, yeah. Geralt. Or just, just 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 set reasonable goals for yourselves. Let's not yeah. let's not try and redefine the you know gaming, gaming space industry in one in in one game and then also release that game on fucking consoles that are thirteen years old. Yeah, not able to handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. That was you that read that one again, wasn't it? Yes, it was, Mister Homogenous Leak. Yeah, Homogenous. <laughs> absolutely lose my mind over here well we're almost done uh and the final uh juicy rumor of the day uh speaking again of of massive moments in, in gaming history this is this might be one of the biggest leaks ever uh so nvidia geforce now which is their online streaming service it's something similar to uh stadia uh it suffered a huge leak um revealing their database of upcoming games uh, now, NVIDIA has since come out and confirmed that the list is legitimate, it is real, but that some of the games here are just purely spec speculative and they're for their own internal testing, blah blah but it does give us a good look at games that are coming to PC, um, that may be coming to PC. Uh, now, it is important to note that um, a couple of the games on the list have since been announced since the, uh, the list was leaked, so Bayonetta 3 was on that list. And Uncharted Legacy of Thieves, which is the bundle uh, that's coming to PC uh, later next year. Those two are on there. And so take with that what you will. Um, but there's a lot of crazy games listed here. So I'm just going to list off some of the biggest ones. You can go look it up for yourself. There was like, I think, 30 or 40 games that were all leaked. Uh, but some of the notable ones is God of War. Uh, Demon Souls, Ghost of Tsushima. So those are all PlayStation exclusives that maybe we can expect to see soon. Uh, those games all sound right for what I would imagine is coming up next, so I kind of believe that. Uh, we've got Gear 6, which, I mean, a lot of people would assume would be coming, but maybe is coming sooner than we think. Halo 5 Guardians, which is the only Halo game not on PC. Uh, 343 has said that they're not going to bring it to the game, or to the PC, because they're focusing on Halo Infinite, but it's also kind of weird because... If PC players are trying to get caught up, they're missing one game. Don't yeah. really know the logic behind that. I mean, you're not missing a great game; it's awful. But it's, I mean, it's, you're still going to be not. You're not going to know the story of one game, and you're, even though you're trying to play all of them, I don't know. That's weird. But Halo Five Guardians is on that list, so maybe they're just trying to be sneaky, and they are developing it. Uh, they got Resident Evil Four uh, remake, so we all assumed that was coming, but just nice to see confirmation. Uh, Bioshock 2022 is listed. Now, we know that they are working on a Bioshock. Did they ever give a release window or even announce it? Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't even I think, don't think we so ever either. got an actual title either. No, we just know that they're working on a new Bioshock game. Yeah, so that 2022 is interesting. Maybe they're trying to do a surprise announcement. Uh, Titanfall 3, I've, I'm not putting. I'm not holding out any hope left. <sighs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anger. Anger. Uh, Crisis 4 
Half-Life 2 Remastered and Batman Arkham Knight RTX Remastered. So that's just a couple of the interesting ones. Half-Life 2 Remastered, I wouldn't mind. I, I don't doubt that at all, seeing with the, with the um, success of uh, Half-Life Alex. Um, but uh, yeah, so pretty interesting stuff there. God of War and Ghost of Tsushima, I'm hoping. God of War, I feel like, is probably the next one coming after Uncharted. Um, it just makes sense in terms of how long it's been since it released, and I really hope that is the next one because I can't wait to get back into that game. Ah, uh, man. Resident Evil Resident Evil 4 Remake? Have you played Resident Evil 2 Remake or Resident Evil 3 Remake? Um, yes, actually. I think I have one. I thought I had one on disc, but... I, I know I have played, I think, Resident Evil, Resident Evil uh, 2 Remake. It's good, man. They're really good. Yeah, they are really good. Any of these, uh, any of these tickling your fancy? Which one, which one here would you be most uh, excited to get your hands on? Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Absolutely, and without a doubt, in a heartbeat, Ghost of Tsushima, and God of War. Just play it again. Yep. Yep. Ghost of Tsushima. The excitement there is like extreme because I haven't played it yet. And then God of War, it's like, man, that game was fucking perfect, and it's been long enough since I have played it that I would totally be willing to try and go through it again. And, Literally. uh, yeah, man. It, lots of interesting stuff. I highly recommend that if you're curious at all, if you are a PC gamer and you want to know what may or may not be coming to PC, I definitely recommend you look up this list because there's a lot we left out because there's just so much to choose from. Um, but, yeah, that's a pretty substantial... Uh, leak, maybe the biggest leak that we've seen in the last few years. Uh, so that's the show. That is the show for today. Uh, did you have any final comments or concerns to add, good sir? Um, not, not really. No, I mean we pretty much covered everything we've gathered, apart from, you know, the stuff we've gotten from the. Halo beta, and of course, like you said, we're going to talk about that next weekend. So, we get a little halfy episode. That is true. Yep, we're going to talk about that next weekend. I'm very excited. Um, that's the show. That's the news. Uh, so, next weekend, Halo episode. The weekend after that will be our regular episode. Hopefully, we get some juicy stuff to talk about between now and then. But until then... Thanks for listening. Uh, go ahead and smash that friggin' like button, guy. Just friggin' smash it. Um, One thing we can do is we can plug the the Men and Gitch email. Menandgitch at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or business inquiries, question mark? Oh, business inquiries, huh? Yeah, do ah. you... Uh, ah, yeah. Uh, you know, ten. Hey, uh, hey, ten forty-seven games. I heard you recently came into uh, quite a bit quite of quite a lump sum want, of uh, money. Yeah, you want some? Uh, we'll change, dude. I'll change this fucking podcast to a Splitgate podcast so fast, bro. We'll, <laughs> we'll only cover Splitgate news every two weeks. <laughs> Just say the word. Just send an email. But that is a great idea. So yeah, we have a we have a Gmail men and gitch at Gmail. Um, questions? Yeah, viewer questions, viewer comments, viewer concerns. Go ahead and. Send us an email. Yeah, because we're business us. professionals. We are professionals. 
except for when we, you know, completely uh, misspell words and and uh, and have a Get... stroke while reading uh, <laughs> while reading <laughs> news articles. And give a uh, release date that's a hundred years from now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the show. Email us if you want. Splitgate, you know what to do. And we'll see you guys next weekend, and we'll talk. We talk about Halo. Raid Shadow Legends. I'll be waiting for you. Raid Shadow Legends. Buy Raid Shadow Legends. Use the code Gitch, uh, and then you'll get uh, a free underwear skin for your character. <laughs> <laughs>